I'd like to say a special thanks to L'Oreal Paris for supporting this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. Did you know that a shocking 80% of women in the UK have reported experiencing street harassment in public spaces? This year, L'Oreal Paris has joined forces with the Susie Lamplew Trust to help raise awareness of street harassment through bystander intervention training. L'Oreal Paris is also donating 100% of L'Oreal profits from sales of its new limited edition Color Riche Satin Lipstick to the charity, available exclusively at Superdrug. So today's guest is Harriet Westmoreland, the nail artist behind many a manicure trend. She specializes in luxury treatments with impressive results. Here, she gives us her top nail care tips. Scrub, 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 and then hydrate. Tells us why hair masks are an absolute must. I'm an overnighter, so I'll wash my hair in the shower and then apply the mask instead of the conditioner, slick it back overnight and the next day. And reveals her biggest beauty blunder. I'd say box dyeing my hair for years. So here she is. Hello and welcome, Harriet. How are you today? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am good, thank you. Just a huge thank you for coming on the podcast. I cannot wait to hear all of your best beauty advice, as well as some of your favourite products, which I know you have tons of, as I know you (laughs) quite well. But before we get into that, I just wanted to know about your beauty vibe in general. For everyone listening, do you hoard loads of products? Do you keep your beauty cover quite streamlined? What is your vibe? So being completely honest, I'm a harder and the beauty cupboard is a mess. <laughs> I just, <laughs> um, it's just random drawers full of crap at the minute, really. I need to sort it all out. But I'm definitely a harder. There's hundreds and hundreds of products in there. Oh, I am with you. But do you find it quite like refreshing when you get to go through them all and sort? Do you have those days that you just dedicate to that? Yeah, so usually I'll get my friends round and we'll all go through it together and then things go missing, they'll pinch things. And <laughs> I bet they absolutely like, love that. <laughs> yeah, we'll chat, we'll find things, especially fragrance that like one of us has taken out in our bags, we've all worn it on the same day and we'll be like, oh my God, do you remember we were here? And it's quite nice. Oh, definitely. And fragrance has the power to do that. Like instantly, doesn't it? Yeah. And I know we're going to touch on fragrance a little bit later, but for starting your five pieces of advice, we obviously have to start with nails, obviously. So (laughs) tell me, what is your best piece of nail care advice that you have to give? So my best piece of advice when it comes to nail care would be to have regular manicures with a professional. I just think when you go to see somebody, they can shape your nail and tailor your nail bed to complement the shape of your hands and nails so much better than you can yourself. And it's all in the prep as well, isn't it? I mean, I know from mine, if I try to do a DIY job at home, it invariably (laughs) ends not very well. But having that expert to give you the prep will not only make your manicure last longer, presumably, but also, like you say, get your nails in a better shape overall. Yeah, for sure. Especially with cuticle trimming, you know, lifting the cuticle. It's such a sensitive area. And if you trim too much, it'll grow back quicker. If you don't trim enough, it doesn't look tidy. So I think for sure, if you can leave it to a professional manicurist, you're going to get a much better result. And maybe, I don't know, you don't have time or you can't afford to go every two weeks. I still think it's better 
to go once a month or once every two months and leave it to a professional, you'll still get a good result. And if you're doing any kind of maintenance at home, what is your kind of top tip for that? Scrub, 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 and then hydrate. So I would say rather than having a go at trimming your own cuticles, if you can give them a really thorough scrub with something and then cleanse your hands afterwards with, you know, whichever soap you love and a good nail brush. And if you have a good scrub over the top and underneath, I think that's a good way to sort of keep on top of everything and keep your hands and nails looking clean and fresh. I actually don't own a nail brush. I feel like I need to get one now. The best nail brush that I have found is a wooden one and it's from Paris, but you can order them online. I can't say the name of the brand. I can't pronounce it, but... Give it a go. I've got Yorkshire (laughs) accent too. Go on. (laughs) I think it's called Le I think it's F-R-E-N-J-I-Z-E or something like that. Do you know how to pronounce that? (laughs) <laughs> Let, we'll go, well, let's google it we're gonna google it yeah well i'll share it i'll share it with you and but it is the best nail brush because some of them can be really hard and some of them can be really soft mm-hmm. and this one's sort of a good halfway ground and your manicure harry i've been lucky enough to have a few is all mm-hmm. about that kind of luxury experience and you do it the kind of scrubs that you get and the body creams that you use it's all about that luxury experience but what are your favorite say scrubs and hand creams to use at the moment my sort of most reach for scrub is the sisley energizing body scrub when you use it it's a treatment i feel you scrub the hands and then i use it on my body as well it's amazing and after you rinse it off the skin is softer plumper i don't know what they put in it but it's amazing i love that scrub and then the second favourite will probably be the Byredo hand scrub. It comes in the metal tube. Have you used it before? Yes, and also you've used it on me and it smells Have I? incredible. I think it was the rose one and it smells yeah, so, so good. good. Also, it looks it's... great in your bathroom. If you're going to invest in like some gorgeous bathroom products that work really hard too, it's such a great one. Yeah, I wish they did that in a body scrub size. Okay, this is this is the note to them. If anyone's listening, please, <laughs> please, please, please do it, it in a body scrub size. You know, because I just go through that tube. Honestly, I can do one a day if I'm busy, and I'm like, I just need a huge pot of it to carry around. The dream, yeah, literally. And there's sort of my two most used scrubs, I would say. And what about creams that you layer over? Do you have a favourite? say a hand cream that you use that's on the go and more of a hand cream that you use in your luxury treatments? I don't actually love hand creams just because I find that usually, obviously there'll be some exceptions, but usually they're like a watered down version of like the, the body products. I don't find them to be as hydrating, but for on the go, the Chanel eggs. Oh, love that one. It's like so good. Go to, yeah, it just looks amazing, doesn't it? And it smells amazing and it's just all around great. That's but yeah, I, I usually will reach for a body product over a hand cream in a small size. Yeah, but also, especially if you're using it at home, then you've got a, a big cream to get stuck into, especially if you're applying it overnight for your cuticles, etc. Yeah, and if you want to carry it around, you can just, you know, get those little pots off. Amazon and put some in that in your handbag. I actually need to do that as well. I feel like I'm trying to condense my handbag at the minute. It's a quite good 
tip to decant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And have you seen any nail trends emerging in terms of what people are asking for at the moment? Obviously, you really are known for your like micro French manis in like really gorgeous soft pastel colors and like really amazing dainty nail art. Have you seen any particular trends emerging? Thanks so much. The glazed donut nail trend is everywhere and at first I was a bit like oh god I I don't know about this I don't know if my clients will like it um but yeah I'm obsessed so this is the glazed donut nails of Hayley Bieber fame I believe yeah yeah I really really want to try these nails I think they look so cool I think you would love this over like your usual sort of milky classic base and just I'm trying to get a chrome that's almost see-through nice you know so the nails just look super shiny yes and Um, it's not like a color underneath it's just like a yeah gorgeous glaze I've tried about 10 now and they're not giving but I've got one on the way from Australia and I've got my fingers crossed it's gonna be the one (laughs) I love that it's coming from Australia as well coming from Australia this is gonna be the donut glaze (laughs) this is the donut glaze that we all need so yeah watch the space I hope so, I hope so. Okay, donut glaze on my next nail appointment for sure. I really want to try the donut glaze, but not the whole nail. You know, if you have like a little love heart or just the French tip, the chrome over that would look cool, I think. Well, everyone keep keep looking at your Instagram because I'm sure there's going to be some fun creations on there. (laughs) Thanks, Julie. Okay, let's go on to your second piece of advice and talk about hair care then. What is your best piece of hair care advice? Regular trims and don't overwash your hair. And can I also have using the correct shampoo and conditioner? Absolutely. I know it's really basic, but it is life-changing, I think. Also, never basic. Oh, and all of the hair advice, you have amazing hair. What uh, shampoo and conditioner do you use that you would say works really well for your hair? I use the L'Oreal Absolute Repair, and it is the only shampoo and conditioner I have found which is hydrating but also doesn't weigh your hair down because I have got lots of hair but it's fine so if I use something that's heavy I just end up with my hair you know flat to my head and it's not a good look so and then you have to wash it more often as well yeah you just don't feel clean do you when you're not using the right shampoo and conditioner I'm with you on that for sure and like you say, it actually takes a bit of trial and error. And then when you find your one, you feel like you've oh got it God. down. The shampoos that I have tried, it's only recently that I've found this one. It's within the last three months. So, And where do you buy it from? Is it the like L'Oreal Paris from Boots? Do you stock up online? I actually just get mine from Amazon. I think it's a professional product. You can't buy it in supermarkets, but you can get it from like beauty wholesalers or Amazon. I love that you found your one. And how often would you say you get a trim? Every sort of 10 to 12 weeks. Also, actually, I just want to add, I started to use a trichologist, you know, like as you would sort of go to the dentist and have a checkup appointment. Yeah. If you can, it's great to see a trichologist. Am I saying that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I've been going <laughs> to go to one for a while and I know a lot of friends and colleagues who've been to one recently. 
and the results that you can get from just putting yeah. your hair in the hands of professional, especially if you have a particular concern with your hair, then it's like seeing a dermatologist, isn't it? Or like you say, yeah. we book in regularly with y- your dentist, but giving your hair a bit of love in the hands of a professional, I think is a 100%. great piece of advice. I go and see, and um, she's called Hannah, she's absolutely lovely. And even just somebody sort of showing you how to tie your hair up so that you won't get, you know, and it snaps off around the front Mm -hmm. and you get the like little bits in your hairline and it pulls back, which bobbles to use, like foods to eat. It's really, I just find it so interesting and it does make a massive difference. Definitely. And they can take blood tests and tell you which specific vitamins you might be missing in your diet that you can take with supplements that would boost, you know, hair growth and hair health. Yeah. And if you do have like a little, like a spot that's thinning or like some tension around your hairline, you can get these PRP injections. Have you heard of them or tried them? I've never tried them, but I definitely, yeah, I've heard of them. And they are unbelievable. Oh my gosh, have you had them? Yeah, your hair just grows back. It's crazy. Oh, talk us through it. So what happens? So it's absolutely painless, like you don't feel anything. And they're basically just lots, I mean, this is in like very basic terms, but lots of small injections into the area that's thinning and your hair grows back. I don't know the scientific side behind it, but I know that they definitely were. And you've seen the results. How long do the results take? I think you have like a course of however many, you know, it's, it changes client to client how many you need. Um, and then once the hair's growing back, it's growing back. And after that, you don't need any maintenance? Well, I haven't had any. I don't think so. That's amazing, though. I need to research so more on this. Yeah, you should go and see her for sure. She's in London, not far from you. And how long does the treatment itself take? Minutes. Seriously, just a so, few minutes? Yeah, it's super quick. Right. I've got a Is lot of hair tips now. I'm gonna say, I need to try the L'Oreal shampoo. You've reminded me I need a trim. Oh, the Mythic Oil as well. I've used that for years. The L'Oreal Mythic Oil. Have yes, you ever tried L'Oreal that? Yeah, Professional Mythic Oil is oh, amazing. insane. Every day. And again, it's hard to find an oil that doesn't wear my hair down. Like you mentioned finer hair, but a lot of it. And an yeah. oil that weighs it down and you feel like you have to wash it more often. You want a lightweight oil that just hydrates without leaving any of that residue. Yeah, exactly. And the worst is when you do all your hair, like air, wrap it, curl it, you know, whatever. You put some oil on at the end and it'll like weigh everything down and drop it out. Yes. And I'll be like, no. (laughs) No, all my hard work. (laughs) But the mythic oil is so good. It's, It's the only hair oil that I use. It's amazing. And you mentioned the Dyson Airwrap there as well. Are you a, a fan of the Dyson Airwrap? I could not do my hair without that Airwrap. Really? Like Talk us through yeah, it. It doesn't use heat. And since I've been using the Airwrap, I've noticed a huge difference in my hair. Have you? Just in terms of hair health? Because heat is, well, the most damaging thing, probably alongside bleach for hair health. Have you noticed that, Obviously, their whole philosophy is not to over-process the hair with heat to get it to a level that it's damaged and it, it can't go back. So the whole healthy hair treatment. And have you noticed like visible results of that? Massive. My hair's smoother. 
thicker, shinier. I can style it and it'll keep the style for three to four days. It's amazing. Three to four days? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's really good. When I first got the air wrap, I thought I was going to sit down, use it and it, you know, everything was going to be perfect straight away. And I was a bit disheartened because I was like, oh, I couldn't work it out. Like you feel a bit sort of cat-handed at first because you're like trying to get the angles right and the attachments. And I think it took two weeks to perfect the routine. But honestly, now it's like five to 10 minutes, bouncy blow dry every four days. Oh my gosh, Harriet, you've got it down. <laughs> Because you can use it to dry your hair and then your hair doesn't need to be 100% dry to style it. Yeah, exactly. You're supposed to do it when it's a little bit wet still. Yes, and it's just great. Like I don't, you know, when you section your hair and you sort of do the top section, the middle and then the bottom. Yeah. With the air wrap, I'll just do it all in one. So I just take like large chunks. I mean, I love Dyson products, especially the hair dryer as well. I noticed that like just minimal, no damage that would usually, yeah. my hair is so, so weak and so bleached <laughs> within an inch of its life. And yeah, the Dyson products are brilliant. Do you have the air wrap, Jolie? Yes, I do. Oh, it is great. And I need to get, like you say, it takes a little bit to get that knack. And then once you've got the knack, it's sold. Yeah. The other thing that I would say is I've had two babies and both times I've lost my hair you know around the front and it's thinned yeah and George is nearly three now and it's just starting to grow back and I've seen a massive difference using the air wrap to style around the front it's coming back quicker and thicker as opposed to when I was using like tongs and heat on it especially for that hair around the kind of hairline it's it's fine as it's kind of growing back or at least mine is so yeah I think that's a really great approach we just put so much tension on the front of our hair as well like tying it up all the weight of your hair usually is um around the front isn't it yeah you're right we kind of do a lot to our hair and we expect it to do do everything for us in return but yeah giving it a bit of love and I guess investing in those products that you know will work that's so true I was literally just thinking like like there's no other part of your body that you would put bleach on yeah bleach like heat to within an inch of its life all these things that we do for our hair and we expect it to be bouncy shiny this that but really starting with a healthy hair approach means that we don't have to invest so much on those treatments down the line prevention rather than cure yeah exactly and I just want to say the absolute repair gold mask by L'Oreal if you like the shampoo and conditioner get the mask because it's again hydrating but lightweight and do you apply your mask just as you would a normal mask in the shower I like to sleep overnight with a mask what's your kind of mask approach I'm an overnighter so I'll wash my hair in the shower and then apply the mask instead of the conditioner slick it back overnight and the next day yeah I'm the same just let, I like let it really feel. do its thing yeah <laughs> like I want to give it a chance to work and really soak in there <laughs> the same <laughs> mask <laughs> and we will be right back after this little aside on our series partner L'Oreal Paris together L'Oreal Paris and the Susie Lampu Trust the pioneering personal safety and anti-stalking charity 
have partnered up on the Stand Up Against Street Harassment Bystander Intervention Training, which is available for anyone to do through an in-person workshop or online. The training is designed to equip people with the skills to safely and effectively diffuse incidents of street harassment when they witness them. In addition to this, L'Oreal Paris has launched Lipstick Is Not A Yes, a limited edition Colorige satin lipstick available exclusively at Superdrug. Developed from the first red Colorige lipstick introduced 37 years ago, the bullet of this bold red lipstick is embossed with a feminist symbol of sorority. Okay, perfect. Let's go into your third piece of advice then and talk about fragrance. What is your best piece of fragrance advice? I'm obsessed with fragrance. I know I you are. Say, and you're like, so good with fragrance as well. And maybe even more than nails, you know. I just love it so much. Um, so uh, there's a bit of background to this. Shall I go through the, the background? Absolutely. Tell me all the of the background. So maybe around a year to two years ago, I started traveling to Kuwait in the Middle East. And it changed my whole outlook on many things, but fragrance especially. Like fragrance there is on another level. I don't know if you've ever been. Have you ever been? No, I've never been. It's just like everyone smells so good, but everyone smells so different. And you'll be like out shopping and it's you'll go into the huge shop and I'll go with my friend Nerf and we'll spend half a day in there like drinking coffee working our way through like different fragrances, deciding what we like, what we don't like. And nothing's a spray. It's all in oils. Oh, gorgeous. I sort of learned about like base notes and what actually goes into a good fragrance. And yeah, it just opened my eyes a bit, I suppose. Also, and that's then, the dream day. Just spend half a day having honestly, a bit of coffee, trying loads of fragrances unbelievable and you'll sort of start so that the people in there are experts and they'll bring you like say five different scents to smell and you'll say which ones you like and then they'll go off and they'll bring 10 based on that and you'll just keep working through sort of different rounds until you find a fragrance that's perfect for you and then you'll try it on your skin they'll be like go off for half an hour walk around and you'll come back it's it's a real process and it sounds like a real investment in fragrance as well and it is so important if you're going to wear something all day and fragrance is so emotive like you say so linked with memories as you said in the beginning with your friends and all of these senses that you want something that it's throughout the day. So it smells as good in a few hours time, or it makes you feel a certain way throughout the day. So investing that time into finding the one that you love is time well spent in my opinion. hundred percent. And it really affects your mood and like how you feel. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. Definitely. And so what would your piece of advice be for that? Spend time finding a fragrance that makes you feel amazing and that smells good on your skin because it smells so different on, you know, different people and invest the time into that. And if you can buy something that's oil-based, it can still be a spray and be oil-based, but yeah, I'd definitely go for that. And then it's going to last. And what are your favorite fragrances that you're using at the moment? Well, Perfumes de Mali. Yeah. Am I saying that right? I I am. I'm obsessed with them. Like, their fragrances I love because 
there's no other scent that I've smelt that's like them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that it feels Some, really unique. Yeah, and I like that. And then everything else is sort of unbranded oud from the Middle East that you'll layer, you know, you'll have a rose oud and then you'll layer them together to create different fragrances and creed. I just love creed. Oh, I love creed. Which is your favourite creed? Millicene Imperial. Oh, I just gorgeous. I've, I'd say that was probably the first luxury fragrance that I ever bought. And it's in the gold bottle and like it just smells. I love it on men and women. It's just oh, it's one of my favourites. I think it always will be. And their fragrances, I mean, my husband wears their fragrances. I wear a few of their fragrances and I have ones that I actually wore it on like my honeymoon and it just reminds me of that so much. Yeah, Um, yeah. And I love how a fragrance can do that. And what about layering fragrances? You spoke about it a little bit there, but a big part of what you do in your luxury manicures as well is layer those scents. So from the scrub, which might be rose-based, to the body cream or body oil. Like, how do you go about layering those scents? I just sort of do what I like, I suppose, which is quite bad because it's on somebody else. No, that's good. You've got to go with your instincts with fragrance. Yeah, I'll just feel like, try different combinations and see what I think works. Or, you know, my clients will be like, I really love this smell. And then I'll think of something that complements that. And yeah, I suppose that's why my kit's so big and always expanding so many different combinations that you can create and I think fragrance is so emotive so if like finishing a manicure with a fragrance somebody loves they remember it and like you so true remember that feeling and yeah I think it's it's popular and there's lots of other manicures using fragrance as well it's it's a nice way to to end the treatment Definitely, definitely here for for a fragrance to manicure finish for sure. (laughs) Okay. And how about your fourth piece of advice and talk about treatments. What is your best piece of advice when it comes to treatments? So my absolute favorite treatment to have is lymphatic drainage. This has changed my life because I travel a lot on trains and then I travel on a fly. So I was building up a lot of like fluid retention. I was getting pains. I didn't know what it was. Um, And I went round to see one of my clients and there was a bed like set up in her house. And she was like, I've booked you this uh, lymphatic drainage. And I was like, oh, that's nice. It's nice, isn't it? And I didn't know what it was. I was like, God, what was going to go on? And this woman just woke up my lymph nerves with a massage technique and drained the fluid from my body and when I have this treatment I go down like a dress size to two dress sizes in one treatment yeah and that's just any like kind of fluid like you say that you're holding on to from being sat on planes and trains and yeah all the things that we throw at our ourselves on a daily basis even like you know if you're a hairdresser and you're on your feet all day and your feet swell or you sat at a desk like it just builds up and it can make you feel tired yeah, and uncomfortable tired, yeah. without you sort of realizing mm-hmm. it's weird do you find that you get more energy afterwards as well 
Yeah, honestly, I love it. I would have one. I'd have it twice a week if I could. How often do you have it at the minute? It depends on my work schedule, but I try at least once a fortnight if I can get one once a week. But they don't, that I know of, have the treatment at home up north. So I have to come to London and it can work out uh, quite the trip because it's like four hours travel. Yeah, like four hours worth it <laughs> every time, coming every week. And for your fifth piece of advice, and let's do body care, what is your best piece of body care advice? Dry brush. Dry brush your body and then oil it afterwards. I love a it's dry like, brushing as well. Just obviously it gets everything going with your lymphatic drainage as well, but they're just yeah. nice exfoliation, right? I actually use... Have you ever cupped before, you know? Yes, body cupping. Yeah, so I'll dry brush, cup and then shower and then put the oil on after the shower. But again, it just makes me feel so clean and fresh and I feel like it's like, I suppose, an extreme exfoliation, isn't it? Yeah, but also nice to give yourself a little bit of time, right? Like we're so, well, I know I'm guilty of this, like five minute shower, jump in, be as quick as possible as I can in the morning because I'll be in a rush. But whether it's a Sunday or you have a little bit of extra time to do those treatments and give yourself a bit pamper time, really. Yeah, that's so true to just think I'm going to have five minutes before I get in the shower. Yeah. And give your body something. I guess it comes back to that, what we were talking about hair as well. Like, we expect our body to do so much for us all the time and probably never thank it or do. Yeah, it's nice true. Like we've got these like little rituals that you sort of do without realizing. Yeah. And yeah, carving at that time to give yourself those little rituals. But I actually never do cupping. I've had it in treatments, but I haven't done it at home alone. So I need to get into that. Oh my God, a hundred percent. And what about body oils that you finish off your kind of routine with? What oils do you gravitate towards? The AB, the Augustinus Bader body oil. Um, I love this. It doesn't have a fragrance either. So it's I can go in with whichever fragrance I want without having to think. Yeah, what's going to pair with it? Yeah. Um, and then if I want a body oil with fragrance, I use the, the Mali body oil. And do you then it's, layer the same fragrance on top? Is that a, something that you like to do? I'll usually use a different one. Usually with fragrance i'll never wear one on its own i'll wear like two to three together oh harriet i love it the ultimate mixer and i put them into you know the little um like autonomizers and then i take them out of my handbag with me so i can top them up when i'm out and also i mean you're decanting all over the shop i love that you're decanting all your body creams for hand do you know what I like it with everything. Like if I even if I go into a restaurant and order, I always have to mess about with something. <laughs> right? My boyfriend's always like, "God, just order something on the bloody menu." <laughs> Wait, what do you mess about with in restaurants? I need to know this. If I'm ordering, I don't know a burger, I'll be like, "Can you take?" the relish out but can you put you know iceberg in and can you do and it's just I don't know I think it's just something that's in me to just tweak just making things better yeah like it (laughs) the menu tweaking so for our last and kind of finishing end for the podcast we do a um what is your biggest beauty blunder so 
from a lot of eyebrow ones that we get, <laughs> many eyebrow ones, <laughs> to bleaching incidents. What is your biggest beauty blunder? Um, can I have a couple? Because I've Always, got please do. a lot. Uh, I'd say box dyeing my hair for years was definitely up there. I used to dye like all my hairline, my ears. I literally look back on pictures and I'm like, I don't know what. What do you mean your ears? <laughs> because I used to just put the, put these gloves on that came in the box dye and then like rub the dye onto my hair and it'd just end up everywhere. Like, you know, it dye the skin <laughs> on my ears, my hairline. And on I the back of your neck. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's. I'd have, I had bright red hair, then I had bleach blonde with like electric blue. Did you? Oh my God, no, Harry, I need to see this. Yeah, I'll send you some pictures. Um, purple, black. No way. It, yeah, I was crazy. No, I only um, say no way in that like <laughs> that you managed to get those all from box dyes. Were they all box dyes as well? All box dyes. And that then... quite impressive. <laughs> Yeah, to follow on from the the box dye um, era, I then used to do my own hair extensions. So I'd go to Leeds Market, buy um, strips of hair, bring them home. Please don't super- tell me you glued them in. Oh my God, no, oh. you did not super glue them. Oh yeah, I'd <laughs> super glue the the strips of hair together for the ultimate thickness so I'd do like three yeah and then I'd use a rubber glue that the lady from Leeds Market gave me which was literally like a liquid rubber and I'd just stick it (laughs) stick it in in strips all over my hair how would you get it out so I'd leave them in for lengths of time and then I'd put a whole bottle of conditioner on my hair and rip them out of my head. Oh my God, Harriet. <laughs> Me and all my friends used to do it. And I can't tell you, like, we'd backcomb it. At literally the biggest hair you've ever seen. I actually know was... exactly where you're talking about on Leeds Market as well, because we used to go there when I was a teenager to get hair extensions although I haven't glued them in with rubber glue that's that's impressive oh, it was horrendous <laughs> and then Leeds Market was just the place to be I'd go and get CDs hair extensions and do you remember the shoe shop there I, I can't I can't say I do but oh, I wish it, <laughs> you're like I, I wish you called- did yeah, it's called Pop or something, and they do. Do you remember like the massive platforms that everyone used to wear? Yes, I do. Those, and, I love that. Yeah. That was like such a day out as well, and now it's like a beautiful fragrance day <laughs> with coffee <laughs> and scenting, and we write, rewind so to the, to those years, and it's like making my own hair extensions with <laughs> rubber glue. Um, oh, so fun though. So true. I mean, there's loads more. I mean, I feel like everyone had a tan, oh, like yes. disaster. Many, um, many, and many. Just wearing tan, not washing, and then going out in the tan. I used to do that, and the thought of it now makes me feel physically like it makes me feel a little bit sick. 
Because, you know, when you go, because I use scarf gloving all the time and have like this layer of tan on me. And, like, and then it's all the over your clothes. The next yeah, it's not. Not the one. What a time. Yeah, what a time. What a time. <laughs> oh, well, what a note to finish on as well. Thank you, Harriet. That was so brilliant. Amazing advice. Very much enjoyed the stories at the end. So thank you for joining and thank you to everyone for listening as well. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And thanks again to L'Oreal Paris for supporting this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. While harassment sadly remains a reality for many, the partnership between L'Oreal Paris and the Susie Lamprey Trust is a reminder that while it's easy to feel powerless, together we are stronger. We can all do our bit by taking the bystander intervention training at standup-uk.com. To further support, L'Oreal Paris is donating 100% profits of the L'Oreal Paris Colourige Satin Red Lipstick to the Susie Lampu Trust. Find it at Superdrug now.